I envision entire buildings of students, you know, of young minds, you know, simultaneously focusing on positive thoughts on a daily basis, you know, when that, the type of energy that that's going to create and the buzz of just everyone kind of feeling high off gratitude, you know, if you keep that going for the whole year, I, th I just think the entire dynamic of the culture and the school system is going to change. And, and that's what we've been seeing. It's time to change the world. There's got to be a better way. It's time for something better. You feel like you can't really make a difference, but the fact is that you can. We're telling the stories of people who are changing the world and how you can help. You know, we just need more companies that are out there solving these problems. Businesses, nonprofits, artists, and individuals who have found a problem and then created a solution. If we want to have real impact, we have to do it together. You'll come away from every episode with action steps you can take to be part of that solution. We're never going to feel satisfied and happy if we just stay the same. We can each change the world every single day. People can actually come together and build a future for themselves along with other people. Our daily actions have a massive impact. So what will we do about it? We can remake the world. Because guess what? We can. Hi everyone. I'm Nathan Gardner, and thank you for joining us for today's episode of We Can Remake the World. New episodes every other Monday. Whew, what is going on in the world? It seems like almost overnight, everything has changed. There's information coming in from all over the place, and it's pretty much impossible to know what's accurate, what's actually based in truth. There's so much fear around the unknown about this virus and people's response to it, and everyone is trying to protect themselves and their families from something we barely understand. This is some kind of curveball. Definitely not the 2020 I think any of us were expecting. Let me tell you about something that's been saving me lately, like truly saving me. It's gratitude. Yes, it sounds simple, but it's true. A couple weeks ago, it was my birthday, and we were just a few weeks into lockdown number one for where I am, and we really weren't able to make any plans or see anyone, we meaning my partner Peter and I, and I wasn't really sure what we were going to do. I knew I would have to do a little bit of work on my birthday, I knew that we would want to celebrate somehow, but I kind of just was trying not to think about it, honestly, because there's so much else to be thinking about. For example, how are our families doing? How is everybody holding up, our friends? How are we going to avoid hours of waiting in line for toilet paper? My birthday came around, though, and it was actually one of the most magical, unexpected birthdays I have ever had. I found myself feeling grateful for so much in my life. I woke up and was so grateful that Peter and I were healthy, that we had each other to get through this whole situation. I did the work I needed to do, and then we just went for a walk. And surprisingly, it turns out that our favorite ice cream store was randomly open, only for to-go, of course, but they were selling, and they had just kind of started doing this, so we grabbed some ice cream. We walked down the street, and one of our favorite coffee shops was open, so we grabbed a little treat there. We walked along the lake in our city, and just were outside. It was actually a really beautiful day, and I just felt grateful for all of these simple experiences, the fact that these little surprises were happening, and it just felt like, you know, things aren't so bad. There's really so much to be grateful for. There's so much that we have as far as our needs being met and our safety and the safety of the city that we live in. 
I found that as long as my mind was filled with gratitude and thinking about things that I had to be grateful for, there really wasn't room for anything else. I kind of just found my way to this sense of joy on my birthday, even though it could have been something where I was like, oh, I'm disappointed I can't do that or I can't see this person. It really was the opposite. Everything just felt so special. Now, I'm not saying that we should bury our heads in the sand and just ignore all of the difficulty or insanity out there right now. Certainly not. There are some very real and very concerning things going on. We really have to be sure that the people we love are taking care of themselves and that they have what they need. But I found myself thinking, what does worry and anxiousness get me when I have zero control over outside circumstances? I really can only control how I feel. And it felt like the version of me that was coming from a grateful place was much more able to reach out and support my friends and family from a place of generosity and having something to give, feeling like I could offer support. It felt like because I wasn't caught up in my own fear, I could help those that I care about to not get caught up in theirs. It was really a new experience for me, this kind of experience with gratitude. I hadn't had such a stark contrast between what I could be feeling and what I was able to feel. Our guest today believes in the power of gratitude. He's seen it transform his life, and he had such a powerful experience with building his own gratitude practice that he made a choice to create a nonprofit with the sole purpose of inspiring other people to find more gratitude in their daily lives. Talking with Teddy, our guest, got me to thinking more about the power of gratitude. When you truly experience it on a consistent basis every day, you're not likely to forget how much better you feel. It really alters your way of moving through the world. And I hope that you'll experience a little piece of that today. In 2017, Teddy Draceros began to experiment with a gratitude practice. Teddy read about the positive, physical, and mental benefits of gratitude in an article he found, and it sparked a sense of curiosity for him, so he decided to give it a try. And Teddy's life changed. A mundane walk to the subway in New York City became this sort of adventure in a familiar place. He found himself appreciating the value of simple things like sidewalks, other people and their smiles and kindnesses, little conveniences. Teddy's job became a source of content and stability, where before it wasn't such a fulfilling experience for him. He found things to appreciate. The struggles of his life became opportunities that helped him to grow. And all of the things he felt he should be doing or should be focused on started to melt away and were replaced by a growing sense of confidence in who he was and what was going well for him right now. Once Teddy realized that anyone could have the same experience he did, he couldn't keep it to himself, so he created Grateful Peoples. Grateful Peoples is a nonprofit focused on one idea, helping people to find more gratitude. Through Grateful Peoples, Teddy has designed simple, elegant, eco-friendly gratitude journals, which he brings to businesses and donates to schools around the world so that students can begin to experience gratitude in their daily lives. Teachers have reported consistently that because of the gratitude journals, the students change. They're kinder, more calm, better behaved. Teachers start to notice that 
they have the same experience. They treat themselves and their coworkers better. They have more patience with students. Over the last couple of years, Teddy has seen a regular practice of gratitude transform thousands of lives, and he's convinced it can change the world. And there's backup for Teddy's experience. Gratitude has been proven to increase our health in countless studies. According to research, gratitude improves sleep, heart health, it improves serotonin levels and dopamine in the brain. Gratitude positively changes the part of our brain that controls learning and decision-making. Gratitude also lowers stress, which benefits the immune system, prevents aging, improves digestion, and way more. There's all kinds of research out there showing the power of gratitude on our physiology. Teddy and I spoke recently about why he's convinced gratitude holds an important key to improving our world. I hope you'll really take in what Teddy has to say about gratitude and consider what it could do in your own life, absolutely, but also what it could do for all of us and for our world if we made the choice to build it into our daily lives more and more. Thanks so much for joining me today, Teddy. Yeah, thanks for having me, Nathan. So... Let's start with the mission of Grateful Peoples. So the, the, the mission really is just to, to get people to write down what they're grateful for every day. I got inspired from starting my own gratitude practice. And um, I just I really noticed uh, my mind thinking about things differently and, and relating to, to what already existed in, in a new way. And um, it was really, really cool and powerful. Um, and it's like so simple. And yeah, so the, the mission is really just to, you know, create projects or get community on board to like support people to just think about what they're grateful for every day and, and kind of train their mind to, to focus on the good things. Would you share a bit about your experience with building your gratitude practice? How did it start? What inspired you? And what changes did you notice once you kind of cultivated that? Yeah, I um so I actually just read an article about about gratitude and it, it was at a time when I started really questioning um just what I was doing. I was in my early 20s, started getting into yoga and, and meditation and and just kind of how to better ourselves. And I came across gratitude, so I just kept a journal. I just um every night before bed, I would write down three things I was grateful for. And and it just it stuck with me for some reason and, and it became a habit. And my first experience of like, wow, this is this is really shifting my, my perspective was maybe two or three weeks later I was coming up from the, the subway in New York City going to work. There was just, you know, a thing we were working on together with the team at work and uh long story short, it was it was the, the whole project was kind of pointless and, and a lot of the weight landed on me. But my mind just totally reacted to like the day ahead in, in a new way and it was almost subconscious like just looking at the bright side and being grateful that I even have a job. And, you know, if this is my worst problem in life, then like I'm all good. And that's when I really was like, wow, this, this, this practice is really powerful. It can really help just to shift the way you think about things. Um, and, and over time I, I really noticed, I just, my relationship to, to myself and my family and, and just what was already in my environment started to shift. And even though like not, my entire life changed, even though nothing changed, just how I think about things and, that's what really inspired me to uh, want to get other people doing this every day because it's really simple. I think it's so interesting that gratitude is mentioned in pretty much all of the major spiritual and religious traditions. Why do you think gratitude is so powerful? It, it, it really just makes you okay with what already is there. 
not even like more than okay. It just makes you happy about what what already exists and about who you are. The, the, for me, it, it actually and what I'm noticing in what I'm, I'm sure we talk about later. We, we work with kids, and what I'm noticing a, a lot is that it just builds confidence in, in yourself because it not only do you start noticing the good things in your in your surroundings and your environment, but you start noticing good things about yourself that you maybe didn't notice before. And then from there, like, and, and it just kind of breeds just true confidence where you're just comfortable with who you are and don't want to be anybody else but yourself. And, and, and when, when you're like that, everyone is a community together when, when you're just yourself. And I think maybe that's where, you know, you see gratitude come up in so many ancient texts. And I think it was just part of building community makes a lot of sense. Would you speak a little bit about how the idea for creating a journal came along? How did that kind of start as your sort of launching point for Grateful Peoples? So that that was actually a really cool experience for me because I, I felt like I should make a journal as opposed to thinking I should make a journal. And, and f- for me, that was a totally new sensation of, of um, not necessarily having a logical explanation for I want to do something, but more of a, of a feeling and emotion. It, it's hard for me to put into words, but I just, I, I felt like I, I should make this journal. And, and, and like, like I said before, the idea was just to, to inspire people to just write down what they're grateful for every day and, and hoping that it would do the same for them that it did for me. And yeah, so it was, it was more of a feeling and it was, it was, it was really cool. It was a really cool experience for me. And for people who don't know, Grateful People's sort of primary inspiration point are these gratitude journals with artwork created by you. Is that right, Teddy? Yeah. So the I wanted to keep it simple, and, and so I just I shared some of my artwork on the cover. Um, and and for me, drawing is just a source of meditation, and it really calms my mind. And then on the first few pages, I just kind of shared my experience with gratitude and what the book is for. Um, and the rest is is just blank for for you know people to develop their own practice and. That you know the cover is all colorful, and the idea was just for people to, even if they just look at it, to be inspired to think about what they're grateful for, even if they're not necessarily writing it down. Would you share a bit about kind of the first step you took after you first created the journal? Who did you first share it with, and how did that go? Um, that was that was actually a lot of fun. That that whole process, and I'm still you know incorporating what I was doing then. Now I would just walk around, but walk into stores and coffee shops and say, "Hey, here's this." journal um this is what it's about and and are you interested in either selling it in your store or i started doing another project where i would just leave the journal out in uh in open spaces like coffee shops and yoga studios um with a little sign inviting people to write down what they're grateful for and um so yeah it all just started by just kind of walking around and walking into stores and telling my friends it was all word of mouth i guess just telling people about it yeah, that, that's actually how I found Grateful Peoples. I was in Van Leeuwen, which is an ice cream shop in New York City, and nice. I saw one of the journals and I flipped through it and I just thought it was so beautiful, so simple. People were so genuine in it. And w- that's, you have a name for that, right? It's it's uh, the Good Vibes Project. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. The idea is just to like create little spaces of positive energy where people are just, they're encouraged to just think about the good things, you know, while they're getting their coffee, while they're getting their ice cream, you know, before yoga class or, or wherever, just like to create little pockets of positivity around, around the city, around the world. I think that's so great, especially in a city where things can be kind of chaotic and there's a lot of noise, yeah. <laughs> like literal noise, as well as just kind of mental noise. And so to provide space for people to kind of come in and center themselves and reflect on something that brings some positivity to their day, it, it's simple, but I think it's powerful. Yeah, yeah, that that's kind of the whole basis of of everything I, I hope to do is to just keep it as simple as possible. Hmm. 
and yeah, and, and kind of let let people take over what they get from it. Kind of just create the space for positive energy and let let them, you know, re- interact with that and however people do it. Yeah, I think that freedom is is really empowering too. Would you share a bit about the work that you do in schools? Because I know a lot of your focus, as you said, is is on kids and on sharing these journals with with students. Yeah. So the uh, the idea is just really to to incorporate gratitude into into schools curriculum, and um, I was kind of inspired by the thought of. I was in my mid-20s after I really started practicing gratitude for a few years, and I really noticed just a difference in, in just my entire life. And, and it's just such a simple practice. And, you know, and I thought, what if I was 10 years old or 15 years old and someone had introduced this practice to me? You know, where, where would I be at and, you know, today? So that's kind of what inspired trying to get the book into the journal into schools. And so I, I reached out to my uh, one of my old high school teachers and, and told them about you know the idea of kids writing down what they're grateful for every day, and and he was like, sure, and, and we gave it a try. So um, we gave out books to, to one classroom uh, of twenty five kids, and it just it went so well. Like I, I knew the practice would impact them, but I didn't I didn't expect it to impact them as much as it did. And um and then from there, I just was like, all right, I gotta I gotta get this book into as many schools as possible. And that that's kind of been my goal, and and I do that through just getting community together, and um, the idea is to be able to just you know, donate these books to schools. So it takes away one of the barriers of, of you know, money uh, and resources that school, a lot of schools lack. And also finding the right teachers and finding the right teachers to donate the books to that are really going to encourage the kids to do it and really understand what gratitude is about. And then, yeah, and just giving them the tools and, and letting, it, letting it grow organically in each classroom. And, and again, it's really simple. There's no, uh, there's no guidelines or structures. Just give the kids a space every day to think about what they're grateful for. And over time, that their mind will start noticing new things. And it's, I kind of look at it as gym class for your mind. You know, let the kids just kind of run wild and be free and, and just let their, their mind go wild. What is some of the feedback that you've gotten from kids? Like, what are they experiencing when they start working with these journals on a regular basis? Would you just share a bit about some of the impact that you've seen it have on these students? Yeah, so all all the schools that we work with, and, and they, they all say that the kids start behaving better. And, and like I said before, the, I think that ties into just building more confidence. Because when you're confident in yourself, you're not going to act out in school. You're not going to try to bully someone. You're you're going to be more friendly. You're going to support people. And, and the, the, I don't know if the kids don't, I don't think the kids realize that, realizing that they're becoming more confident. But they all say that, wow, I never realized there are so many good things in my life. That's really the what the kids uh, say to me, and they also say it's like a very, a very safe space for them. Because th- that the point of the project is that no one else can read your book, and it's your space, and to kind of write whatever you want. And, and a lot of kids don't have that that outlet. So yeah, so the feedbacks just been better behavior, um, more community, more kids helping out each other, and, and the kids just they feel lighter because they're they're letting a lot of their emotions out. What do you think is so important about creating a space where kids can sort of have a moment of self-reflection in the way schools are run today? Like, why is that so important? And what do you think it brings to these kids? Um, so I, th- I think it's really, really important because, you know, looking at the, you know, traditional school model, it's there's too much structure. The, the kids are kind of told what to think 
or, you know, it's like, read this story and, and analyze it, you know, calculate these numbers in your head. And, and so their, their thinking is very narrowed and, and focused to whatever the teacher tells them. And the idea with this project is to kind of like break away from all that structure and all the guidelines and just let, you know, like I was saying before, let, let the kid's mind just kind of wander in, in their own direction and, and kind of see where it lands and, and using gratitude and positivity as, as the inspiration for the mind wandering. Um, it just it creates a habit of, of positive thinking and, and like consistency is also really important. So, you know, the, the schools that we work with and we donate to, we, we asked if they can, you know, devote even just a, just two or three minutes every day to the project. The idea is to just break away from the traditional school model of structure and, you know, question, answer, res, you know, responses and um, and just letting the kids just let, let their minds go. I think I remember because you and I have chatted before that you shared that there was one school where there were about 500 middle schoolers and each of them had a gratitude journal. And over the course of that first year alone, the behavioral reports like trips to the principal's office and such went down by 40%, was it? Yeah. Oh yeah. That was a school up in Syracuse and and it, which was, it was really awesome experience because that that school really had an, an issue with behavior problems just to see in just one year to see the impact that literally just the kids writing down with the grade for every day had it really it was it was just really motivational for me to keep going with it and and that you know it, it really is it really is powerful it really is powerful what do you think would change if every student kind of between the ages say of 10 and 15 had the space in their day for a gratitude practice using either a journal or maybe even a teacher-led practice of of gratitude what do you think would change i think Everything would change. You know, I, I envision entire buildings of of students, so you know, of young minds, you know, simultaneously focusing on positive thoughts on a daily basis. You know, when that the type of energy then and that that's going to create, and the buzz of just everyone kind of feeling high off gratitude. You know, if you keep that going for the whole year, I, th- I just think the entire dynamic of the culture and the school system is going to change, and and that's what we've been seeing um, in a lot of the the classrooms and the schools that we work with. And the, the the teachers also feel it too. That the teachers start saying that they they have better relationship with each other, and you know if everyone is is just calmer and has a, a more peace of mind, just everything flows better. That's pretty amazing that the teachers notice that their relationships changed as well. Would you speak a bit maybe to what you think would change if, I mean, if adults were more consistently cultivating gratitude? You know, obviously you have experience with it yourself. What do you think would change kind of culturally if we all made space for that every day? I think compassion. I noticed in myself and, and you know, a f- few close friends and family that, you know, kind of took on the practice. You're just, when you're, when you're, you're comfortable with who you are, you don't, you, you can just understand people better because you can understand yourself better. So I think compassion, compassion is a huge one. And also it's kind of hard to explain, but, you know, people will, will realize that they don't need as much. And and we'll stop using so much energy to consume things they don't necessarily need, and uh, and just create more happiness, especially as an adult. You know, with all, you know, the media and and you know, there's a lot of conflicting messages out there. And and um, when you take the time to kind of just focus on the good things and and focus on yourself and go inwards, it really just changes your perception of of what the media says and allows you to kind of be yourself and not do things because you feel like you have to do them. And and I think. That's just a big. That's a big ish. A big part of of being an adult is kind of navigating through all this peer pressure from society, and um, it's really helped me kind of be my own person. And, and uh, I've I've seen that in other people too, other adults. 
Yeah, I think that's really powerful. Just that sense of contentment and the idea that there's already so much that we have so that we're not so focused on what we don't have. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. What visions do you have for Grateful Peoples as it grows? Do you have any other products that you're creating or any other gratitude focused books or what do you see in the future as Grateful Peoples continues to evolve? So the, the, the school's initiative is, is definitely a focus. Um, we're, I'm so grateful there's friends and friends and have helped reach, um, get the book in schools in, in four countries this year. And, um, and the plan is just to get people all around the world, particularly in schools, um, writing down what they're grateful for every day. And, um, and that's only going to happen through just connecting with people. So that that's the main focus is just getting continue getting books in, into as many schools as possible all over the world. I'm also working on another book, which I'm, I'm really excited to share. So the, the Good Vibes Project that we spoke about earlier, I've been able to collect, uh, it's probably up to 60,000 uh, handwritten grateful thoughts from, from strangers around the country. There's some really, really beautiful messages in there that really get you thinking. And, and um, so the idea that the book I'm working on now is I'm, I'm compiling, you know, reading through all these thoughts and compiling, you know, some of the ones that speak to me the most in, in a single book and, you know, tying a message to it about gratitude and what I've learned so far along the way. Um, and just kind of using, kind of sharing that as another tool for people to just think about what they're grateful for. So I'm really, really excited to put that. I'm hoping to have that ready to share by uh, the spring. And then other than that, the, the, what I've been thinking about a lot uh, is I want to create centers, community centers where kids can be kids. Um, I had an experience in Ecuador where a lot of kids they didn't have this this building which is just a brick building in the center um after school they they would just be so lost and and this center kind of allowed them to be a kid and and teach them and so in the, the long term plan is to just create spaces where kids can be kids in, in places where they you know it's harder for them to do that because of their you know socioeconomic experiences that's really exciting and it'll yeah. be really great to see that book come together it sounds like it's going to be something really special oh yeah I'm, I'm i'm you know i'm definitely excited to share it i'm definitely putting my you know my heart and soul into it and, and the idea is just to i guess just to share what i've learned and, and my perspective on things hoping that it can help some people would you speak a bit about the kinds of materials that you create the journals from? Oh, yeah. Well, you know, we, we really focus on, on the environment. So the books are made with 100% recycled paper and, and um, ink made from plants. And, and you know, there's definitely a, a message in, in the book about, you know, kind of getting back to nature and, and understanding that's where we all come from. So yeah, that's a big part of, of, of Grateful Peoples is just and just how we, we plan to grow things is just to kind of do things the way nature does which is slow and steady and, and, you know, and takes, you know, the whole system into account. So yeah, that, that's a big part of what we do too. I think that's also pretty inspiring. What's the importance of using plant-based ink versus traditional ink? Uh, from my understanding, you know, there's just a lot of chemicals and toxins in, in uh, traditional ink, um, which, you know, or, or is, is never good, you know? Yeah. The less of those, I think the better at this point. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Do you see any other specific contexts or communities that you think would be especially served by uh, either the gratitude journals or a gratitude practice more generally? Oh uh, yeah. Well, so so definitely schools. Um, another another thing I've been thinking about a lot is is uh, prisons. There's you know ninety five percent of of people 
in prison today, you know, they, they serve their time and, and they return to their community. So that's essentially everybody that, that's behind bars today is, you know, they, they, they're going to return back to society and their families. And, and you know, they're, they're going through a definitely uh, a, a harsh experience, I can imagine. And, yet, and so I think it would be really amazing to try to, because there's, there's some meditation and yoga already going on in prisons. And, and I think, you know, I, I would love to, to see what happens if, if we offer some gratitude journals to, to the men and women and see, just see what happens to them, see how their mind uh, reacts and how they feel upon, upon, you know, after serving their time. And um, so that, that's, and I, I, yeah, I just think that's a, a really great space where gratitude can, can just help out a lot. And then another idea that comes up a lot is, is hospitals and, um, you know, offering the offering gratitude journals to patients that are, you know, just suffering. Um, and, uh, you know, science has shown that it really does help heal the body and um, positive thinking. And, and so that's another area. And, and finally, I, we're, I'm actually uh, really excited about this. We're partnering with this woman who is raising money to purchase gratitude journals for, for vets through uh, Canines for Warriors uh, organization. And, and the idea is in the package, uh, these vet, vets are gonna receive a journal and, and kind of be encouraged to write down what they're grateful for every day as a way to, to help with uh, PTSD and, and you know and any trauma they, they've suffered. So those are three kind of three things that I'm, that I'm focusing on right now. That's exciting. Teddy, would you share off the top of your head how many gratitude journals have made their way into schools so far? Um, actually, uh, a little over 12,000 copies, um, and, and we're able to donate most of them through, through just community support, which has just been amazing, which is the best part about it. Wow. And you mentioned that there are a few different countries that are kind of represented. Which are those? And are there any plans to expand, um, that are already in place? Uh, yeah. So, uh, well, in the U S obviously, uh, Canada, Mexico, and China, which is random, but it's just, I'm literally just putting it out there, throwing it out into the universe and seeing where it sticks. And, and that's, and that's kind of how I plan to keep growing it is just sharing the idea with people, telling friends about it and um, kind of just inspiring people to, to want to spread the mission. Yeah. So we're working in those four countries now and you know, there's, there's essentially an unlimited amount of schools out there. So there's, you know, there's always, there's always room to grow. What are a few ways that people can support the mission of Grateful Peoples? Uh, just just tell people about it. Um, start writing down what you're grateful for every day. Experience what gratitude can do, and, and just just yeah, tell tell people about the power of gratitude. And, and um, if there's teachers interested, we, we're always looking for to, you know a lot of work goes into donating the journal. So we also put a lot of work into just finding the right teachers to share them with. So yeah, just practice gratitude tell teachers about it and, and really that's it just just get start developing your own practice and that's kind of that's kind of the really the ultimate goal of, of grateful peoples and if folks are curious about checking out the actual gratitude journals they are available for purchase on the grateful people's website is that right yeah yeah and that that, that of course helps out helps us out a lot too and yeah if just uh, gratefulpeoples.com there's information there about the schools and um some of the other projects we're doing and um yeah you can always you can always grab a journal there as well yeah they're beautiful journals i have one myself and i'm certainly grateful for it so uh, uh, thank you and appreciate that just as we wrap up would you share a bit about what's in in your sights as far as the near-term future for Grateful Peoples? What are you excited about that's coming up shortly? Um, right now, my main focus is uh, the dust is kind of settling down from, from back to school. 
Um, and right now my focus is just working on this book and, and um, the next book I told you about, but the collection of, of gratitude. And yeah, that, that's kind of my priority right now. Yeah, I'm really excited to share it. Excited to hear more about that and to check it out. Yeah. Thanks so much, Teddy. It's been a pleasure speaking with you. Yeah, thank you, Nathan. I really, I really appreciate the time and, and uh, for asking me to chat. It's an honor. Absolutely. Let's try something. I want you to think about something you're grateful for today. Go on, take a moment and just think of one thing you're grateful for right now. Is it your health? Is it your home or your apartment, your job, your family, your friends, your pets or kids if you have them? What about the awesome hair you have or the killer sense of humor that you have? Spend a moment appreciating something that you're grateful for. How does it make you feel? How is it changing your experience of this moment? What would happen if you did this every day, every single morning? Maybe you think of three things you're grateful for. How do you think that would impact the way you feel throughout your day-to-day and how you treat yourself and others? I found that being grateful has changed my life. It's changed every circumstance that's around me. It's changed how I relate to my job. It's changed how I relate to my partner, to my friends. It's changed everything for the better. And that's changemaker number one for today's episode. Every episode, we explore three changemakers after our guest's interview to kind of explore and build on the ideas that our guests shared. So changemaker number one today, gratitude is simple, but it can change your life. Something I admire so much in Teddy and his work is that simplicity. Gratitude is simple. The idea of it is simple. Feel thankful and choose to acknowledge what's good around you. Done. But the impact that being thankful can have on your life is huge. From my own experience, once I decided to focus on gratitude in certain aspects of my life, I began to realize that I'm actually choosing everything I focus on and how I feel about it. Every thought I have and my reaction to it is a choice. Every reaction to every circumstance, every person is a choice. I can either find things to appreciate about something or someone, or I can allow my thoughts to go wherever they will, some good, some bad, but definitely not deliberately chosen. And a lot of the time, it seems like we default to the negative, to the critical. But once you have the experience of being grateful for something that you normally can't stand, you kind of get this sense that you get to decide how you're going to relate to everything, to everyone, from bosses, to siblings, to parents, to children, to traffic. You begin to realize that nothing in life has to be bad, has to be negative. Yeah, of course, some things just aren't great. They kind of just suck. But if you add some gratitude into the mix, you might actually find some value in the really tough experiences that are going on too. It might take some practice. It might not happen overnight, but it's definitely really helped me through challenging times. Being grateful showed me that there's always something to appreciate about everything in my life. I also love that Teddy's mission continues to be simple. Inspire gratitude. His tools are also simple. Journals, writing down what you're grateful for, public spaces where people can feel gratitude. But these simple tools, these simple methods that Teddy's using shouldn't be underestimated. I think it's that simplicity that is so powerful. It's an opportunity to reshape the way we think, the way we relate to ourselves and each other, the way we relate to our work and really everything in our lives. That's big. 
Changemaker number two, gratitude is easy and it's free. We all have access to gratitude at any point as long as we're awake and thinking. One of the best things about gratitude is that it's available to us anytime, any place. Like meditation, it's about our relationship to our own thoughts, our own feelings, which we can cultivate anytime. We really don't require anything beyond simple tools or no tools even to make significant improvement in our lives if we choose to. And change maker number three, communities change for the better with gratitude. I'm amazed that an entire middle school was able to reduce their behavioral reports by almost half just by encouraging gratitude. This was a middle school where students and teachers tend to struggle. There's a lot of difficult growth that happens when kids are that age. We all know it. (laughs) And if gratitude can transform a troubled middle school, it's gotta be powerful. And it wasn't just the students whose behavior and outlook improved, it was the teachers as well, which Teddy told us about. The administrators, the principals, the adults found that they were more patient, more compassionate with each other, and more cooperative overall. It wasn't just the students who were benefiting, it was anyone who was close to this gratitude practice. What could happen in every workplace, every community of any kind, if gratitude became part of everyone's experience? How would offices change? How would a place like a hospital change? Universities and government groups, how would these change if a gratitude practice was added into the mix and people's days started to be improved by this feeling of appreciation for everything and everyone around them? If Teddy's experiences are any indication, we could have a very different culture on our hands at every one of these places. So, can gratitude change the world? Why not? If we as individuals are more confident, more at peace, more content with who we are and with what we have now, and more appreciative of everything and everyone around us, wouldn't that change the way we relate to the world, the way we behave? And wouldn't that affect the people around us? And wouldn't they affect the people around them? After all, we're talking about changing the way we live, the way we approach life. What could be more powerful than that? And this brings us to our challenge for today's episode. It's a gratitude challenge. Every day for at least one week, spend 10 minutes of your morning writing down what you're grateful for, or five minutes if that's all you have to spare. This could be before you start your day, it could be on the subway, you could dictate it into your phone, but do more than just think about it. That's my only encouragement. Write it down or speak it out loud. Get it out of your mind. A lot of us are spending a lot more time at home than we're used to, so use this opportunity to create a new routine for your day. Building gratitude into your morning and become aware of how it impacts your day, your life, your relationships. Are you treating yourself differently, better over time? Are you treating others differently over time? What's changing? Think of these as mental exercises of sorts. We exercise our bodies, why not our minds? Your mental workout is to feel grateful and to treat others the best that you can which is a powerful choice to make when we're all feeling a lot of pressure, a lot of challenges around us. And if you feel inspired and you want to share your experience with your gratitude practice, your gratitude challenge, get on social media and share. Inspire others to cultivate a practice of gratitude. Give us a shout, tag us at We Can Remake the World, and tag Teddy too, at Grateful Peoples on Facebook and Instagram. We'd love to see what your experiences are with your exploration of gratitude. I really can't tell you how much benefit it's brought to my life, and I hope some of you decide to try it. 
If you want to support Teddy and Grateful Peoples, consider jumping onto gratefulpeoples.com to pick up one of Teddy's beautiful journals, or just start with whatever you have, a notebook that you have sitting around. Teddy's notebooks are really nice though, they make amazing gifts, and the quality is really high. You can also donate to Grateful Peoples, just to support the work that Teddy's doing to donate journals to students around the world. Or, if you're a business owner and you're interested in what Teddy's doing, and you have a place in your business to place a gratitude journal for your customers to experience a little pocket of positivity in their day, consider picking up an extra journal for your business and allow your customers to write down what they're grateful for if they feel inspired. Buy a journal for your place of work. Create a small space with a table, a journal, and a pen where you and your coworkers can go anytime throughout the day and write something that you appreciate about your workplace, your coworkers, and see what happens. Ask people about their experience with the practice. If you know any teachers, tell them about Grateful Peoples. Look out for Teddy's gratitude book too. Once he publishes it, I'll certainly be buying a copy. I mean, could you imagine picking up a book and leafing through other people's expressions of personal gratitude every day and how that would lift you up no matter how you're feeling? I don't know about you, but I'm feeling great right now. There may really be something to this whole gratitude thing after all, huh? And listen, things are undoubtedly challenging right now in many ways. So what better time to train our minds to focus on what's good instead? Thanks so much to Teddy for joining us today, and thanks to you for joining us as well. If you enjoyed today's episode, please be sure to subscribe to our show so that you get notifications about new episodes. Give us a review and a rating so that other listeners can find us as well. Share with your friends, coworkers, families, whoever you think would enjoy these stories of inspiration and positivity. Thanks for being with us here today. Let's go on a gratitude trip. We're really grateful to Teddy for joining us for this conversation. We're grateful for the work he's doing in the world and for the benefits that he's bringing to students and teachers and just people in general. We're grateful to you for listening and giving us a reason to continue creating this show. We're grateful for all of this amazing technology that allows us to connect in ways that were impossible just a few years ago. And we're grateful for the electricity that lets us work on this so late at night when everything is quiet. And I'm grateful for this tea I'm sipping. Man, there's so much to be grateful for. I'm grateful for my friends, for my family, for my dog trip, for my health. Thank you.